Day 25, March 22nd, fasting. If physical fasting is not accompanied by mental fasting, it is bound to end in hypocrisy and disaster. Mahatma Gandhi. I just needed a gallon of milk. That's all. But I had committed the cardinal error of grocery shopping. I'd gone to the store hungry. Nearly $100 later, I was leaving the store with pizzas and chips and yogurts and cheese. My hunger got the best of me, and I don't think that I'm alone, for it's a battle that most of us are unprepared to fight, much less win. That's why from the earliest days of the church, fasting has been one of the most important but most taxing disciplines. To go without food or other conveniences, to deny oneself, to join in the suffering of the poor and needy, to share in the pain of the cross, there is something powerful, something purifying that happens when we abstain from those things that we tend to take for granted. In our lessness, we get to experience God's muchness. Unfortunately, this critical practice of the faith has now fallen into the bygone ways of the saints for lack of use. Or maybe it's deeper. Maybe it is that we almost Christians, as John Wesley would put it, have forgotten the power and necessity of going without for fear of missing out. Maybe we fear the hunger. Maybe we fear the pain. Maybe we fear what might happen if we discover that life really is simpler, better, with less. And it's strange how God, the giver of all good things, sustains us. How he meets us in our hunger and wants to supply what is lacking. How he proves to us that enough is far less than what we think. It's more of him. It's less of us. That's the heart of fasting. It's the cry of the heart that's homesick for heaven. But that's a hard preposition. But that's a hard proposition for we lovers of things. We love our food. We love our technology. We love our chocolate. We love our coffee and tobacco and wine. We love our negativity and our excuses. We love our gossip and our lies. And and we love the way that we have neatly packaged all of it into these lives. We, almost Christians, are almost living. For many, it's almost enough. Almost. For we have let all of our nibbling on the world's emptiness ruin our appetite for God's fullness. An emptiness will never sustain us. Gluttons in a world of beggars, we have feasted at the tables of want and greed and power, and we have forgotten the whispered invitation of Christ's table. A table set not with golden chargers of royalty, but with the meager plates of the poor. It's a humble meal for common folks. It's our host that makes the table so special. If we're honest, we must confess that we are starving, starving for what the world is incapable of feeding us. It is Lent then that calls us to sit and to feast on fasting. It's a mystery, to be sure, this season when we discover that less is oftentimes more. When we discover that mental and spiritual sacrifice is just as important as material sacrifice, if not more so. It's during these days that we discover that our true hunger is not one of the belly, but one of the soul a hunger that only Jesus can fill.